Hi, I'm Rhea. And I'm Dwayne. And we are your hosts of the Travel Party of Five podcast, where we share how we travel as a family of five around the world. We will also share how we use points and miles to travel as affordably as possible and sometimes even completely free. So if you're wanting to travel more with your family, but you're not sure how, we'd love for you to listen in. So welcome to our podcast, where we hope you learn a thing or two to get you closer to your next trip. Hello. Hi. (laughs) Welcome to our first podcast episode. I think they call this the pilot episode. I believe they do. So I thought today uh, we could give you a quick rundown of who we are, why we wanted to start this podcast, and what's to come. Like a, you know, a few. What it takes to travel. Yes, especially with kids because it is definitely more complicated and a little more hectic, (laughs) a lot more hectic. And I think when you add in a fifth person, um, that presents its own challenges because a lot of hotel rooms, especially in the States, are geared towards four people. And when you go overseas, it's actually two or sometimes three max. And, you know, Europe, for example, is a lot more strict on their occupancy rates than hotels in America. Yeah. So it makes it a little bit more challenging to travel while going to Europe. So I think let's start with, like, who the heck are we? Um, So my name is Rhea. My name is Dwayne. And we are married with three kids, and we live in the East Valley of Phoenix, Arizona. Yep, I am originally from Guam, but I grew up in Japan on a military base, so I did a lot of traveling growing up. Um, Japan to the States, Japan to Guam, um, and, you know, back and forth. And you would, like, travel on, like, military planes, right? Not, not very often. Like when I flew to Korea from Japan, we would take military planes, but otherwise I was taking commercial airlines. And you were in Japan because your dad was in the army, correct? Yes. Yes. Um, Maybe one day we'll do a whole podcast about what it was like to grow up in Japan in the nineties. Great time. (laughs) That might be fun. Um. And so I actually grew up in the Finger Lakes of New York State, which is like south of Rochester. Um, We traveled as a kid in an RV or camping, and that was pretty much it. We did a lot of New York to Florida trips. I don't really know when travel became such a big passion of mine, but... When I was in my late 20s, this actually happened right after we met, um, I went on a three-month backpacking trip by myself through Europe. and that Which was, I thought was crazy at the time. <laughs> we had literally met like, what, two weeks prior, I think? 
So it was yeah, something like that. It was a little bit of weird timing, but <clears throat> it was an amazing trip. And I had a lot of plans to continue traveling after that, except within a year of me coming back, uh, we had found out we were pregnant with our oldest, um, who is now nine. And so there's the two of us, and then we have three kids, and they are ages three, six, and nine at the time of this recording. So our older two are boys, and then our youngest one is a girl. My baby. (laughs) And we love them to death, and they are also crazy children. Definitely a handful. (laughs) Yeah. However, I think we're both really passionate about still being able to travel and not letting the kids hold us back, if you will. Yeah. And so, you know, that means traveling a little bit differently than we would if it were just the two of us or if we were solo. But I think it's teaching our kids a lot of fun life lessons, too. And I think it's worth noting most of our travel is done during school breaks and summertime because our kids are in, you know, regular schooling. We don't homeschool them or or anything like that. We both work full-time, actually. Yeah. And a little secret is I work for a hotel chain. We won't get into which hotel that is, but that's also helped us out while we travel. Yes. Uh, Dwayne works for a hotel chain, a pretty well-known one, and there are some travel perks that come with that. I'm sure if you keep listening, you'll find out which (laughs) hotel chain I work for. Um, As a side note, this podcast is not affiliated with them in any way. Um, No, it's not. All opinions are are our own. However, I think of that as just one tool in our toolbox. So when I'm looking to plan a trip... We do take advantage of his employee discounts or comped nights that he gets each year, but there are restrictions on those, and it's also based on availability, and not availability like, does the hotel have any rooms, but availability like, they only set aside a very small amount of rooms per property for- It's like 3% of the room set- So there's a special website and you have to book through that website. There's no way around it. And you can also only book three rooms or I'm sorry, three nights in a row at the same property per calendar year. That's not completely accurate. That's three free nights. You can book up to seven if you pay. Well, yes, I was just talking about the comp. Oh, I'm sorry. Anyways, we're getting off on a little bit of a tangent, but... Uh, we do have some free nights every year that we try to take full advantage of. And it's actually only been the last couple of years that we've done that because prior to that, there was, you know, two years of COVID. And uh, Well, our the hotel I worked for was bought by the big hotel chain. Yes. So, so we didn't have the plethora of choices to stay, hotels to stay at. So that is a little bit about who we are and as far as why we wanted to start this podcast, I would say in the last year, 
I have really gotten into understanding using points and miles to get free or very cheap travel. And so when I say points and miles, I mean credit card points or airline miles. And so we pretty aggressively, I would say, have opened up credit cards in the last year. Yes, aggressively, to put it lightly. And we're spending what, you know, what we would normally spend. So things like groceries and childcare. But instead of using our debit card, we are putting that spend on credit cards and taking advantage of sign up bonuses for these credit cards. And then using those points that we earn to book hotels or flights or whatever. And when I talk to other people about this, I've, I've noticed two things. One, they are a little bit horrified because they immediately say like, oh my God, what about your credit score? Or I don't know, things like that. Or the other camp is, oh yeah, that sounds fantastic. Um, you know, we took a trip three years ago on credit card points and it took us two years to save up those points. And so I think that basically that's someone putting all of their spend on a credit card, one credit card for a year or two, and then using those points to book a trip, which is fine. But I think that there's a way that you can do that much more efficiently so that you can take, you know, I don't know. We like to take three or four trips a year. Mm, at least (laughs) and they're not all long trips but I mean you know summer like a long weekend trip and you know summer like a week or 10 days or so so San Diego is one of our favorites quick drive yes Um, one of the best things about living in Arizona in my opinion is the proximity to California and so we we spend a lot of time in San Diego so that's why I wanted to start this podcast why did you Want to start this podcast? Um, my wife made me do it. <laughs> I think that's why. <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty accurate. <clears throat> so let's talk about what's to come. So we are actually going to Disneyland in California for the first time in just a few days. And so one of our first episodes will be detailing exactly how we have managed to do that because our hotel is going to be completely free booked on points and not your points either like not your comp nights but actual points credit card points yep and our disney tickets were completely free were they well i mean we paid for them but (laughs) i we'll talk about it (laughs) (laughs) Clearly, I'm the mastermind <laughs> behind this plan here. Oh, there's n- no doubt about that. But you're, you know, along for the trips and you play an important role, too. I'm the planner. And then when the trip actually happens, you are the executor mm. of a lot of the things. I try my best. <laughs> Especially if it involves navigating a subway or directions or anything like that. That is not my expertise. Um, so other than Disneyland... Uh, so no, we're going to talk about what it takes to plan a trip. Yes. Right. Yep. 
and how we coordinate that around Mm -hmm. school schedules, work schedules. What we are expecting out of this trip. For Disneyland specifically, yes. Yes. We've never been to Disneyland. We've done Disney World. Twice. Well, yeah, twice with kids, and I've been there quite a few times. Yes, yes. And so this is kind of a whole new experience. So we're going to record an episode before we go. And then we're going to record an episode after we get back and kind of do a recap. Some other episodes to come within the next month is going to be how to get a Southwest Companion Pass. Uh, We currently have two Companion Passes. So I have one and you have one. Yep. And that enables us to have one of our kids as each of our companions so that when we are booking a trip, we're really only paying for three tickets, three tickets. Yep. As we, opposed to five. Yep. So it's a really, uh, a really big money saver, especially if yes. you live in a Southwest hub. Got to get up on that. And Southwest companion pass season is starting very soon. Like within the next month. And we'll talk more about that in the episode and what the heck that means. So lots of fun stuff to come. Um, and yeah, do you have anything else to add? No, um, just that if you like to travel and like some hacks along the way, some tips, um, we're going to try and help you or guide you to yeah. do that. Yep. Cool. Well, thank you for listening and we will see you on our first real episode coming soon. All right. Have a good one.